Section 114 of Word Portraits by Famous Writers. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Eva Davis. Word Portraits of Famous Writers. Edited by Mabel E. Wooten. William Wordsworth. 1770 to 1850. From Lee Hunt's Autobiography. Mr. Wordsworth had a dignified manner with a deep and roughish but not unpleasing voice and an exalted mode of speaking he had a habit of keeping his left hand in the bosom of his waistcoat and in this attitude except when he turned round to take one of the subjects of his criticism from the shelves for his contemporaries were there also he sat dealing forth his eloquent but hardly catholic judgments Walter Scott said that the eyes of Burns were the finest he ever saw. I cannot say the same of Mr. Wordsworth, that is, not in the sense of the beautiful, or even of the profound, but certainly I never beheld eyes which looked so inspired and supernatural. They were like fires half burning, half smouldering, with a sort of acrid fixture of regard, and seated at the further end of two caverns, one might imagine Ezekiel or Isaiah to have had such eyes. The finest eyes in every sense of the word which I have ever seen in a man's head, and I have seen many fine ones, are those of Thomas Carlyle, 1815. From S.C. Hall's Memories of Great Men His features were large, and not suddenly expressive. They conveyed little idea of the poetic fire, usually associated with brilliant imagination his eyes were mild and uplooking his mouth coarse rather than refined his forehead high rather than broad but every action seemed considerate and every look self-possessed while his voice low in tone had that persuasive eloquence which invariably moves men eighteen thirty two from carlyle's reminiscences he wordsworth talked well in his way with veracity easy brevity and force as a wise tradesman would of his tools and workshop and as no unwise one could his voice was good frank and sonorous though practically clear distinct and forcible rather than melodious the tone of him business-like sedately confident no discourtesy yet no anxiety about being courteous a fine wholesome rusticity fresh as his mountain breezes sat well on the stalwart veteran and on all he said and did you would have said he was a usually taciturn man glad to unlock himself to audience sympathetic and intelligent when such offered itself his face bore marks of much not always peaceful meditation the look of it not bland or benevolent so much as close impregnable and hard a man multa taciare loquiva paretis in a world where he had experienced no lack of contradictions as he strode along the eyes were not very brilliant but they had a quiet clearness there was enough of brow and well-shaped rather too much of cheek horse-faced i have heard satirists say face of squarish shape and decidedly longish as i think the head itself was its length going horizontal he was large-boned lean but still firm-knit tall and strong-looking when he stood a right good old steel-gray figure with rustic simplicity and dignity about him 
and a vivacious strength looking through him which might have suited one of those old steel-grey margraves whom henry the fowler set up to ward the marches and do battle with the heathen in a stalwart and judicious manner end of section one fourteen